nothing too crazy. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and Hello. welcome to nothing too crazy. You're getting more. Um, I am. A- <laughs> what is it? Game show host. I'm. Uh, that's what I was meant to do. I love I, it. I believe. Um, my name is Brooke. My name is Nina. Most of you probably know who. That's true. I mean, if you don't, that's great too. That's cool. We love that. I'll hear more from those people. Yeah. I want the stranger. They're cool. Or the strangers that are like, what are you two doing? What is this? Yeah. Um, in case you're wondering, um, we are, we've been on a hiatus. We've been busy. We had technical difficulties. Yeah. We're back. We're back. For real this time. Regularly scheduled programming. Yes. Thing. We, we actually have a plan today. Believe it or not. For into this podcast. Yeah, it is a great hobby. We just are not good at planning things. So enjoying the beautiful scenic. So is that a lovely Stalked the Facebook. So good. It was gorgeous. It was a great time. We were living. We were all living. Um, I... You know, packed everything, as we of know. Of course. And didn't forget a single thing until I realized all the things for me to forget. I forgot chapstick. Oh, the horror. He is a horror. You know how much I always have chapstick on me. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. Not even in my backpack. I'm sure you could have found that at the airport, though. Right, but I didn't know until I got to the hotel. Cassandra gave us chapstick, so I had Thank one. God. Thank God. Someone was thinking, Nina Marie. <laughs> Out of all the things that I packed, full size and all, thank you, I forgot chapstick. Oh, I was like, but we were living life out there. Oh. I know. In the, in the Mexico with the sun. Beach. And the pool. Pools. So, so uh, I was here, it was like 45 degrees, I feel like. Oh, yikes. No matter what, it feels like it's 45 degrees. I'm, like, waiting stuff away. Right. Well, it's half put away. And I have, like, nothing to wear because it's freezing. But my shorts are out. That's fine. We got the shorts. We're prepared. I'm the same way where I refuse to wear a jacket. But it's, like, cold. I'm, like, March 1st. (laughs) I've been struggling. I'm, like, I don't need my jacket. It's fine. I'm just going from the car to inside wherever I have to go. But... I should have put a jacket on today. Mm. I'm the queen of that. Just came from my warm car to the right. warm inside. I'm not walking miles. Jackets are for fashion purposes only. Right. That's our hot take. Right. Unless the jacket is part of my outfit, then we don't. Then we don't subscribe. Right. Toxic. No, that's not real. That's jackets, jackets aren't real. Jackets aren't real. They're only meant to complete. People an are outfit. like, you don't have a winter coat, and I'm like, that sounds bulky. No, me coats were traumatic. I can't. Trauma. Do but I, like, I can't, I hate driving with a coat on. I can't eat with a coat on. I can't drive with a coat on. I can't drink a water bottle with my coat on. I no, can't do anything. I can't function at all. Like, why do I, why would I purchase one? Mm. You want me to go out in the snow? For what? When we had that snowstorm, Nina stayed at my house, and we straight up, I don't even own gloves, like, in my own home. She had gloves, so it's had to be 18 inches of snow out there i had one shovel so we would take turns i would put her gloves on and shovel and then i would give her the gloves when i got tired and then she would shovel but i also didn't have proper shoes 
I yeah. only had like these sneakers that the snow totally would have gotten in them. Yeah, we were. And my feet were getting cold and wet. Prepared. And I had like this light, it was like a light North Face. So it's not like a real. Right, real not one. 18 inches of snow North no. Face. This is like a. And a hoodie underneath. And you had just like a sweatshirt on with like a turtleneck. Yeah, we were not. And that was it. We were. We were. My dad showed up shoveling. and said we had, that we were shoveling. Your dad was getting over COVID. Literally. And was shoveling better than. You know, and he was like, I'm so proud of you guys. You guys like, really did a lot of work. Over here, like, literally, we're sharing a pair of gloves. Literally. And moving at a snail's pace. But yes, we are amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's Where is us. my reward? Or it's like I could leave my house. I did make you grilled cheese. That was yeah, a that was good. That was when I was going through a turkey bacon grilled cheese phase. Ooh. And that was good. Yeah, we love it. A little bit of salty crunch. Oh, so good. My favorite hack is, and we fought about this, the ranch. Oh, this is the ranch fight. No, not the ranch I'm fight. I'm telling it all. I am accepting that I was wrong. So, but still, I don't know if anybody has ever heard that. Um, to get a good crisp on a sandwich, you can spread mayo on it. So I was like, okay, ranch is mayo based. I'm gonna make a like uh, not chicken, sorry, a bacon cheddar ranch style grilled cheese. Sounds like everything I've ever made. Okay. So I spread a light layer of ranch on either side of the bread, and I'm telling Nina about this like right. I'm. I, I was like, Master oh God, chef. I. It was so good. Da, 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 da. She was ranch is a mayo base. I li- I was. So She's, I was like Nina. Like I, of all the times that you're right and I'm wrong, I am correct. I felt, ranch is ma- I What did ready. you think it was made of? I was Sour felt- cream. Yeah, or like a like a yogurt. Well, there are some ranches that are yogurt based, right, but so it's maybe like that's maybe you're thinking of your healthy alternatives. Right, me always having a healthy alternative. Um, but I don't eat healthy. I don't eat healthy like that. We make it sound like I really do. No, we we paint you to be this like lifestyle, just like, health nut, like this granola girl, and I'm not. I mean, but you anyways, take like several supplements. It's I literally yeah, that's true. But anyways, I. We fought to the death. I was ready to full. You're going to tell me that I'm wrong? Like, I was in the car driving home from work on the phone with you. And I was like, she's not trying to tell me that there's mayo and ranch right now. It's It's the the base base of ranch. (laughs) They (laughs) add ranch seasoning dressing. I literally was appalled. And then you looked it up. And then I looked it up to pull over in a rest area off the parkway just to be like, let me see. And then it was, she was correct. Which... You can give me the credit that when I'm wrong, I will tell, I will say it. But, but then, then we didn't bring it up for a while. Yeah, it was kind of like. This has been the rehashed yeah, version, actually, I'm... for the first time since we had that conversation. <laughs> I but, didn't know where you were going with the grilled cheese, and then you said ranch, and I was like. But I will say, if anybody wants to try that, it was really good. Makes a nice, crispy, golden I believe sandwich. that it would taste good. I just wasn't associating mayonnaise to ranch. Yeah. I'm sure we upset a lot of people today. I don't even want to think of mayonnaise being mayonnaise based. Well, that's like, um, excuse me. Uh, somebody recently was like, what is mayonnaise based or like made out of? I'm like, it's just eggs and oil. Yeah. <laughs> you think of it that way. It's Disgusting. like, ew, nasty. I can't think about anything for too long. No, no. I no. literally had this issue the other day. I had a gyro and it was just a tiny little bite that was. It just was not, mm-mm, nope. 
You know exactly what I mean. When you bite into mm-hmm. the meat wrong, and I'm like, nope, now my brain is thinking about the fact that I'm eating meat, and I will now be a vegetarian for the next 12 hours. <laughs> like, I, I'm just so weird about meat that, like, the second I, it's like a fatty piece or something, I'm like, nope, never again. Mm. No, I can't roll in that way. Give me a chicken nugget. Yeah. <laughs> chicken nuggets are like a blank slate. Give me a chicken nugget or something with ground beef. Mm-hmm. You could even make it a ground turkey alternative. I'll survive. But any other form of meat, iffy, depends on the day. I have to be in the right headspace. Oh my goodness. It's it's dramatic. But. Well, other than our weird grilled cheese cooking times. Uh, yes. Uh, I new book series. It's popular on Book Talk. It's called A Court of Thorns and Roses. And there's a whole series. Um. And the first book is is like a retelling or a story based off of like the Beauty and the Beast story. Um, to it, I'm here for it. It's giving me it meets Game of Thrones meets Hunger Games meets you know, it's a lot happening. It's setting up a whole universe of of kingdoms and fairies and ruling families you know like that's where it gives me the game of thrones vibes it's like a whole power struggle happening we have humans versus fairies a war that happened 500 years ago there's so much going on and that's the first book out of how many in this series there's four i believe okay um i'm just like into it even our main character is like a girl that's a different way who um is like a huntress and provides for her family and is like this like hard-working would rather wear pants type of girl oh that's where we're getting katniss yeah mm-hmm. everywhere she goes through these trials it gives me hunger game vibes Got it. um but it's giving me very much obvious main character at her like uh, like it's the bella swan of it all mm-hmm the the bra girl yeah the, yeah but really like the world they're setting up like I'm into it I read that book days straight like it was 600 pages and I was just like obsessed Damn. um so that's what I've been reading I'm part of the Fay book talk community now I love that for you that's where I'm at I'm not much of a reader so like when she says like 600 pages in two days I'm like that is it's, a, it's still a lot <laughs> I like read this book in between clients at work like right. I was like you were invested I was invested in it well keep us posted other books. okay and now I'm missing Ooh. it's the next one fancy into it Love that. Um, and my only other update is I did watch the new Kardashian show yeah, how was it? I've heard mixed things. I was watching and I instantly felt nostalgic towards the time where I would watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians every single time. Like, I waited for the night it aired and would watch it with my mom. Like, like I just, like, was taken back to that time. Like, old Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Or it, you were just... It brought me life. back there. I don't know if it's giving me old Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It is very much, so far, I've, there's only two episodes up. It is very much Kim-focused right now. Okay. Which is giving me old Kardashian vibes. Which, you know, which is, um, yeah. It's just, it's like, makes them human, but also not at the same time. 
you know? Right, because they're the Kardashians. But you forget that, like, they do, like, have personalities and, like, stuff like that. The first episode... Which is what I used to like when yeah. I watched the show. Yeah. Um, you've, like, Courtney and Travis just straddling each other at family functions anywhere. Which, like, that my is thing is real... with all of that, with PDA, real quick, si- PDA sidebar... <laughs> I understand, like, being with parents or whatever, and, like, the point where you're, like, at a family function just is what it is. Bless you. Sorry, guys. Um, where it just, like, is what it is, and, like, you want to have a little PDA, sure. But, like, your children are there. I don't know. There's some well, being the parents. They, well, they, and they talk that, about, they talk about it. Okay. So, she basically says that she wants kids to see pda and see a loving relationship and it's it's like like a purposeful choice okay she's She's not just like doing all this not realizing the impact she's like i she she feels it's healthier for them to see love and affection um which i do agree with to a point to a point but i mean you're seeing a house the realtors right there and you start straddling them on the patio furniture it's like a little much right Um, there should be more like, absolutely but it is so off-putting at yeah. the same time it's yeah very much yeah and my first instinct was like we just like i just said was like your children are there but i but i and that's so funny because i i feel like i'm like catching myself in the moment i really believe and like try to be this like sex positive person and i believe that things should be more sex positive and if we normalize things like that it makes it less taboo mm-hmm. but my reaction literally was just like very taboo about it right and it's hard to break that because well, my... i get her point in like wanting to see affection yeah. like that was the thing like it, growing up if my parents showed each other affection we'd be like ew get a room like even stuff like just, that like, in growing up in media and i've talked about that this a lot in my personal life it's like i would rather see boobs on my tv screen than like someone being like blown up like i would rather see like even if like we're in school there's a, there's some films i've seen in history class where i'm like why am i seeing a man on fire right like a like, literal war zone war, yeah right and like but i but if we saw a nipple it'd be like um if we if we saw one of each other's shoulders it's the end of the world right so it's like even just with the media in that way like europe is a lot more normalized mm-hmm. to see like sex and everything and and your bodies it's a lot more natural yeah and jarring uh but it's crazy to see like somebody be shot right like that is insane to them you know like on tv like the things that we see all the time and i would i think that has a lot to do with not to get into a whole tangent but into like i feel like extreme fetishes and things like that that are way more normal now because your first view into sex is more like porn and like more extreme images instead of just like watching somebody make out like a normal person right with their titties out right like that's and like that's why people like don't know how how to properly have any kind of foreplay right it's like because yeah no absolutely it's like a whole thing yet but we're so used to seeing someone's like head being blown off it's just very right violence is is way less jarring which i don't 
necessarily see I do and I don't see the correlations between like sometimes you could find that you could say that part of it is that like violence and stuff like that is very masculine and we're in such a masculine Mm -hmm. dominated um environment and then sexuality and being sensual is more feminine I guess but I don't know I don't necessarily see that sex is more feminine in those two things but I do think that like men are and that masculinity is a lot more aggressive and that's why like you know that is the dominant topic a lot of the time yeah how we got from the Kardashians to that Look, they're opening up conversations. This is what we do here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was definitely, going back to the Kardashians, I'm going to keep watching it, as we all know I will. And it is just really fascinating to see how these people live. You know, I'm into it. I'm going to keep watching it. I think it's worth it. They're going over, um, right now, like Kim's getting ready to do... SNL. So we're going to get to see SNL, her passing the baby bar, her meeting Pete, and all the craziness that happens with Kanye. Just in her storyline. Yeah. Like, that all happens. And then I'm pretty sure the Tristan Thompson, um, those baby allegations come out in this time. Right. And he's out there trying to really, like, be with her and stuff like that. Um... Yeah, no. I heard that she um, gives a little bit of a dig to Deborah Messing. Oh, she does in the first episode. Because Deborah Messing tweeted that she doesn't understand why Kim Kardashian is hosting or, SNL. Yeah. And I, I saw it, and somebody like dissected it and like went a little far and was like, um, saying like, oh, it was so strategic how she didn't call her Deborah Messing. She called her the girl from Will and Grace. Because that makes her, that degrades her to just her one character she's ever played. And I'm like, okay, it's not. No, she just. Kim genuinely probably just like didn't really know her name off the top of her head. She's like trying not to get in charge. Another lawsuit of defamation. Literally. Like it just, it was like so funny. This person on TikTok took it like way too far. And I'm like. Everybody takes everything way too far. Literally. It's nothing's that deep. Nothing too crazy. She's literally just like sitting there being like, let's not tear each other down. I know that I have no talent. Right. She knows that. She's a very self-aware person. She's very self-aware. She is very open that she's not, she worked really hard with like her opening monologue and stuff like that for SNL, but she didn't claim to have wrote it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. She got to decide what she kept in and kept not, but she talked with comedians, had them help her write it. Like, she's not over here, like, pretending like she's now a comedian. Yeah, no. She's not trying to do a full, like, Netflix special. No. <laughs> she's, just a Hulu. Just a Hulu one. But I meant, like, a Netflix no, stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, celebrities, man. But, yeah, let's go to our pop corner, since this is the longest introduction I think we've ever had. <laughs> um... I'm going to talk today a little bit about the, speaking of defamation court cases, um, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. Mm-hmm. Send this on facts 
Um, right, and it's like ongoing. Yeah, don't come here for the facts. You come here for opinions only. Opinions only. Um, it's some crazy shit. Because I remember when all this came out in like 2017, 2018. And yeah. I, was, I was like, oh shit. Like, Johnny Depp too? Is right. there anybody? Right. Is there any good man out there? Literally, literally. Um, he was on the list of good. good- come out of her yelling at him and who it's he said she's mm-hmm. so much shit goes on and he lost a lot during that he was fired from fight yep um pirates were like yeah you're no longer gonna be in any pirates movie basically right which is huge yeah, like, he's literally jack sparrow right you're literally captain jack sparrow um and during this time, I feel like he's going through a lot. I'm usually not the person to sit here and, like, side with a man. Like, right. ever. But facts are facts. Right. And when it was going on, I remember, like... That was big Me Too time. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember, like, my first instinct was very biased. And, like, like anybody that said anything bad about her, I was like, okay, but what did he do to make her do that? Like, that was my first instinct, to be like, what did he do to drive her to that point? Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't wrap my head around the idea that she actually was the abusive one. Yeah. I couldn't. I'll admit it. Um, you know, just looking at, I've been following the questioning and everything like that, and she's been mimicking his outfits, too. I saw that. Like, he wore a gray suit. Then the next day, she's wearing a gray suit. She wore a, um, a suit with a black Gucci tie and a brooch. She wears a different black Gucci tie with a brooch. Like, it was, it's getting weird. Yeah. A lot of people have come out, you know, uh, their therapist um, was on the stand talking about how they are both guilty of abusive tendencies, but the difference is, is, Johnny's more reactive and in the times of fighting he would be the one to try to hide or to try to end the conflict yeah like he's not the aggressor in the situation even though they both have had toxic tendencies yeah um he would be the one to try to hide or try to end the conflict or whatever the case may be during this time he was struggling with opiates Mm -hmm. too and alcohol and it's just crazy to see this him being questioned and the things brought into evidence and all these things i'm like this is dumb right like every every time johnny depp says anything the the lawyer's like that's hearsay that's hearsay and then johnny's like the whole thing is right it's this is what this is he's like well and then i you know then this was said let me guess that's hearsay and he goes yeah that's hearsay it's like he can't even get a freaking word out Right. Crazy. She's sitting there looking just like smug and guilty. Hmm. Her. Every time we see a picture of her, that's the sound yeah. I think of. <laughs> her assistant came out and said that working for, for her was horrible and, and that she was underpaid. Mm-hmm. And um, that she's known to be verbally abusive. Um, there's just so much shit that's come out. And. The biggest thing in the crack in her case is she said that she used a specific color correcting palette that she carried around with her when the abuse was so bad. And that's what she used to cover because she was on a show, a talk show, 
like the day after an alleged attack from Johnny. And she looks totally fine. Totally fine. Milani came out and was like, that product did not exist in the time frame that she's saying she used it. It was released in 2017. By 2017, they were already divorced and no longer with hmm. each other. Look but at that. They, so there's something to be said. I think that there was definitely a toxic thing happening. I think that he was most likely not all right if he's struggling with addiction and he's struggling with with things of that nature but his oldest daughter would not be around amber and did not go to their wedding and did not like the his kids stepped up and so they did not like the way they treated that amber treated him so there's on multiple cases and multiple sources that she is being more of the aggressor in these situations yeah and like i heard that um his ex-wife spoke up that was like the one that he left her for amber or yeah, for Amber. Mm-hmm. So, like, she had every right to get up there and be pissed at him. Yeah. That you left me for this woman. Like, good for you. There you go. Karma. Like, she could have been that person. Yeah. And was like, no, he would, he, like, none of that sounds like his character at all. Mm-hmm. In any way. Like, we were together for 14 years. Like, or whatever, however long it was. But, like. I think it is, you know, it's a huge thing going on right now with. I, how do I word this? It's like, you never want to automatically not believe a woman. I'm in the brain that usually if somebody's saying something, where there's smoke, there's fire, like you believe somebody. But there are these cases where people take that they believed and they use things that didn't happen against them and they ruin these people's lives it's not an every case basis it's a very small percentage but these things are always publicized so highly yeah and then you have it creates that disbelief that somebody's always going to be lying Mm -hmm. and that's what upsets me is like you sat there and you claim to be the survivor of domestic abuse and you're a role model this and that that's not the case. And you're actually struggling with these who can't. Right. And it's like making a mockery of that. Well, and that's the thing when you're dealing with a narcissist, though, to her, like, that's her reality. That's what's happening. Um, all of that is her truth and it's the truth that she knows because, like, narcissists create that. It's like they feel to manipulate them, leaving their lies. So it's like, she truly. Yeah. And, like,. That was something that I saw, I was on Facebook, that, like, really made me, I literally saw it earlier today, and it was a picture of her and Johnny Depp and Jada and Will, and it was like, so now can we talk about toxic femininity? Because Jada tends to be, mm-hmm. however she treats Will is not good, and this entire Amber Heard situation, it's like, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. We can talk about how these women might be narcissists, or they might be manipulative, or they might be... Um, they might treat people terribly in relationships, but we're not going to call it toxic femininity. We're not right. doing that. We're not going to negate all the reasons why toxic masculinity needs to be a topic of conversation. Right. Like, that's so angry. <laughs> and it's like, there's a difference between, like, toxic... These two cases. Right. And toxic femininity. Yeah. It's like, you're talking about narcissism. You're not talking about toxic femininity. Right. That's not a thing. That's not real. Things that are real that aren't. 
that. Not real. Refuse. This is crazy. Like, and that's the problem with overgeneralizations and people taking one thing and making an umbrella for an entire topic. It's not... That's a huge issue that goes on with the media, I feel like, is you have this instance where a woman is in the wrong or she isn't being truthful or she is treating her partner badly and now it's toxic femininity where I don't see women going no they're amazing like it's not like that's right. not in the that's not feminism that's a specific case by case basis right just be just like there are some good men out in the world there are good men you know out they're the there they exist we believe in them um little unicorns <laughs> and the same thing could be said is like then all men get wrapped under this umbrella of toxic masculinity now there's bigger problems and reasons why these these behaviors keep happening but it's like creating this thing where all men are bad or all feminists are bad or all bad and all that is bad it's like everything is a spectrum and for me these two cases don't have anything to do with feminism or femininity or whatever these are no. two specific cases of women who are narcissists and need some help right right and they don't know how to treat people and probably shouldn't be in relationships yeah yeah completely different completely different that's looking at two human beings acting the way that they act in domestic situations not femininity because toxic masculinity that's when you're talking about how them being a man is the scary part yeah <laughs> That that's the part that we can't. Right. <laughs> I saw. Um. I don't. I wish I remembered what part. It was like I was scrolling on TikTok. They were talking about, um, like toxic masculinity, and it was two men. I was actually very impressed. Um, the guy was saying, he equaled, um, toxic masculinity and the fact that guys have a problem that not all men are like that and this and that. It's like men are like guns. You always treat a gun as if it's loaded. Because you don't know. Yeah. So women are out here treating men as if they're guns. Because we don't know if they're loaded or not. Yeah. If they're going to be abusive or not. Or if they're going to be knight in shining armor. You don't know because... The, yeah, the guard's got to be up. The guard's got to wow. be up. Wow, that's and such a good way to look I at it. I wish that I remember. It was like I scrolled really fast. Yeah. I remember, but it was a guy who made that comment. That comment, yeah. and that explains it a lot. It's like when you're going on dates and you're a single woman or you're walking alone in a parking garage, you treat every person in that parking garage like they're going to kidnap you and sell you into sex trafficking. Yeah. Because it's better than assuming everyone is beautiful and rainbows and daisies and everyone's not a bad person and then you trust the wrong person and you're in the back of someone's trunk. Yeah. I mean, very extreme scenario, mm -hmm. but that made so much sense because physically men are stronger and bigger and, you know, all right. these things that they love to talk about, mm -hmm. but that's why they're a threat even if, even if Correct. Yeah. And that really wrapped a bow on it beautifully, in my opinion. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's the best way to think about it. Mm -hmm. I love that. If I ever find that TikTok ever again. We'll post it. We'll yeah. post it. But, but um, I felt like that was a good um, metaphor. Yeah. I love a metaphor. We love it.
All right, let's talk about what's real and what, what is not. What is real and what is not. Um, kind of throwing it back to the way we used to, basically the main reason we came up with it. Yeah, how we came up with it. Um, we originally specifically were talking about mountains, but we should talk about all elevation, all planes, I feel. America and in general. How, so when you brought this up, like we should talk about this, and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I looked up a map of the, ele- of the world mm-hmm. elevation, and we are the one of the very few countries that has every different level of mm-hmm. elevation, like, f- of, for the whole country. Yeah. The only other thing I could see, like, full continents having so many different, like, planes, but, like, we have flatland, we've got valleys, like, yeah. <laughs> deep, hello, Canyons. the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Um, we've got high up mountains, like all over the place we've got shores we've got everything in one country Mm -hmm. wild to me i always laugh um when people who aren't from america like they'll like i've seen like tiktoks and videos on it they'll call the traveling industry like okay so i want to go to like disney world orlando and then in the afternoon i'd like to see the grand canyon and they're like that's not how this works. Like, they right. don't realize how big America is. Right. Well, because, say, Europe, for example, you could take a quick little hop and a skip and a jump. A and you're train ride. A little train ride. A little trolley, if will. And you're in a whole other country. Yeah. Where, like, you're stamping a passport. And I'm sitting here, like, I need to fully sit down and plan to go from New Jersey to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> like Massachusetts, <laughs> like a thorough trip to do that, yeah. and then and then you have to weigh out depending on what and state the you're going. Weather. And the different weather, and you have to weigh out depending um whether or not you're gonna take a car or a plane, because that's the thing. We're gonna drive to Salem, but we're gonna fly to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Right. Which, if you're just looking at a map, that sounds weird. That sounds insane. But it's such a different. Completely, completely different. It's mind-blowing. It doesn't exist. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, you're tell you're telling me, first of all, that Montana as a whole exists. It does not. <laughs> it does not. Absolutely not. But, like, there's all these kinds of mountains and stuff. So this is what's crazy to me about the mountains. Is, so you have, if we're looking at the map of America. Right. We're going to start from the east to the west. Okay. okay. We have flat land on the coast. We have the beaches. Mm-hmm. You go in just a little bit, you have like the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. Okay. And then that goes, that spans the entire top to bottom of the country. I'm right. sure. Could be wrong. Pretty sure. We, we do not know geography. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. So then you get over those mountains, you have the Great Plains. Yeah. Flat. As far as you could see, not a hill to be seen. Right. Then we get to, like, the west, where we have the Grand Canyon and all those sorts of Montana, that's mm-hmm. north, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, all the way to the Grand Canyon, which is south Arizona, you have these plateaus, mountains, mountain ranges. There's another mountain range over there. Isn't there a big one? You go a little more west, there's a big mountain range. That's when you're getting into, like, California. Oh, 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 okay. And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, 
what's crazy to me is there are some there is some flat land on the coast of like California and stuff like that. But you also have like the the coast. It's like more of a rocky coast. Yeah. So you have so many. This is a completely different beach. We didn't even talk about Texas at this point. Like we just skipped right over Texas. Which Texas in and of itself has all of the a above. Whole ecosystem. <laughs> Literally. Okay. I don't think I ever will understand. Florida, I feel like, is the same. Yeah. Florida has a little bit the of everything. Everglades. What is an Everglade? An Everglade is like a marsh. Okay. With All right. grass. You like, could have made that up. And I'm I like, did. yeah. I I'm did like, that up. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it is. It's, it's, That's an it's, Everglade. Um, Tattoo it on me. <laughs> it's a marsh. With gra- I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to. I'm going with you. you We're taking it to the grave. and alligators. <laughs> and it's like. Sub, I pr- is that below like ocean level? Like it's like. Well, that that's people. the thing about elevation is that what? it all has to do with where you are in right. relation to the sea. ocean. Yeah. And it's like, but the land could keep going under the sea. Well, the crazy thing about New Jersey to me is in New Jersey you have the beach, you have some mountains, not huge, but you do have some mountains in right. the northwest, farmland, and you have like cranberry bogs. Right. In this little itty bitty state. Yeah. And we have all the seasons, all the weathers, all of it. And then California, which in my brain is at the same northern level. Obviously not Southern California. Right. California stretches. Yeah. Yeah. But in my brain. They're parallel a little bit. They're parallel to each other. Okay. But California doesn't get like, it just is an eternal springtime. I d- doesn't really dip below. Right. There's degrees. people in California that are like, it was 70 today, cold, frigid. <laughs> and then I want to fight. <laughs> but, because um, it's like in the 50s today and I want a, a light jacket. And then I forget how close, like, Canada is. Right there. So north. Montreal's like, there. Why haven't I been to Canada? It's right there. If I was European, I wouldn't have been to Canada. That would have been a normal hop, skip, and a jump. But we're, are we just traumatic? I mean, we are dramatic. We already know, you know that. Like, but, like, what gets me also is we're talking same coast, very close to each other. Oregon is, like, literally, or even, like, Washington. We're talking twilight, Forks, Washington, mm-hmm. rainy, gray, bleh, weather. And then you got sunny California. But Northern California is different than mid California, which doesn't matter. And Southern California. Right. Northern California that's bordering Oregon Mm -hmm. is more like that. Oh. And that's where they grow the weed. Oh. That's good I watched a documentary and it was about this town in either Washington, Oregon, or Northern California. Where it's basically like the wild, wild west, but with weed farms. It's like crazy. Oh, wow. I I couldn't imagine. You know, I think it's called, like, Murder Mountain or, like, something weird like that. But the ecosystem... Well, yeah, because then you have, like, Colorado, which yeah. is just one big mountain in my brain. They're so like, well... city is weird because it's, like, a city surrounded by mountains. It's like a flat city, I'm pretty sure. But it's, like, just surrounded by mountains. That's what it looks like on... That's Utah, Salt, right? Florida, Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. My thing is, why are there so many murderers on the West Coast like that? Like, you think... I think of Utah, Colorado, Washington State, I think of murder. Well, because f- from what we've said, 
alone, the only two weathers I can think of when I'm thinking the West is dry and hot or gray and rainy. So, Bad mood. So that's Cranky. why Ted Bundy was born. Cranky. The weather. The weather. <laughs> the weather made Ted Bundy guy. The weather made Ted Bundy cranky, therefore he chose to be a maniac. <laughs> also, one girl dumped him in high school. But, that too. <laughs> um, hey, cranky is cranky. Yeah, I just think that like America as a is like a gean, gea- geographic. <laughs> Let me restart. America as a whole <laughs> is like a geographic phenomenon in my opinion yeah in my humble opinion like crazy yeah it doesn't it we literally have talked about this at length so i can't even be like we would no we have because it's mind-blowing is it real or isn't it it technically is real there is proof montana no I no. won't let. I will say that all the different elevations but are I, real, but I won't say Montana's I real. I through Ohio, not real. I felt like I was in a weird, like, uh, what's the word? Well, and then you got like, anytime somebody mentions the Great Lakes, like, okay, there's monsters. Which definitely, definitely, which actually, I think we should do a whole segment on this specifically. Things uh, that you were younger. That you thought were going to be a bigger deal as an adult. We're going to revisit that another yeah. day. But the Great Lakes. The, I swear public schools in America made me think the Great Lakes were one of the wonders of the world. <laughs> which they're not. Like, I was like, I have to remember these forever. Because, do I... Canada's right on the other side. Right on the other side. International waters. That is kind of cool. It is cool that it's like international waters just like enclosed right there. But like, it... Is not as big of a deal <laughs> as I thought as a child. You know what's also not real? Nova Scotia. It's so close to America. I just watched a Hallmarky type movie with my mom yesterday, and the guy goes to Nova Scotia. And the guy, the people in the movie, talk. they say Nova Scotia like 87,000 times. How do they say it? I don't know Is how they... An accent? I mean... It's like Nova Scotia in my brain. <laughs> I have no idea. And I, you know me, I will not do an accent. Um, but I genuinely was like, why do they keep mentioning? That? Like, it was like, okay. It, it was like when somebody says somebody's name too many times. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're, you're talking about it in third person a little too much. Right. We get it. We got it the first couple. Yeah. It's all right. So that's funny that you mentioned Nova Scotia. But yeah, no, because I was looking at a map, because I'm trying to plan stuff for this summer. Proud of you. And I was like, what's kind of close you don't have to drive to, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just, like, zooming in and looking around the map on, like, Airbnb. And I was like, Nova Scotia's, like, not that far. Now it is. Right. But, like, it seems so close when you're looking at a map. Right, it's not a day trip. Right. It's, that is, I'm getting on a plane. Because it's, like, I feel like it's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But it's not that far. But also, if you're thinking Catch about- us in Nova Scotia. <laughs> Summer 2022. Like if you're thinking about, like, the actual scale of things on a map, I don't know what to believe. I don't- Also, you're giving me this little colored scale. It's not really telling me it's much. Me. You're like, the dark green we is really- We haven't talked about Hawaii or Alaska. Like, that's- Because those are- Those are- Hawaii, Alaska, Texas. <laughs> they they're, all- They're their own episode. They're their own episode. Their own phenomena. Phenomenons. Phenomenon. Got it. 
I just fully turned into a Muppet. <laughs> but anyways, the, yeah, because Hawaii is like a whole other planet. So Apparently is Alaska. The air in Hawaii just cures chronic migraines. Like, that's what I've heard. I'm sure. I believe it. I believe that. You could you could tell me that... I think that's my favorite thing is I could tell you any fact and you'd be like, yeah, it sounds all right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I will always believe that if somebody says something to me confidently, it's a fact. That's Maddie Perez says. It's... Confidence, the thing about it is no one knows if it's real or not. So you just go for it. Literally. And people will believe you. Correct. You confidently say to me, Nina, you have green eyes. I It will eventually. <laughs> you could gaslight me into thinking I have green eyes. And it's like telling my like blonde cousin that, that like convincing her that she's not that blonde. And it would be like, hey, don't you ever wish you were blonde? And the friend's like, I am blonde. But like, don't you wish you were blonder though? Oh my God. She goes, the gaslighting. She starts sitting in like selfie. She goes, me. Yeah, but like really blonde. <laughs> you could easily like gaslight me like that. Absolutely. No, I I'm gonna sneak attack it. You're gonna forget about this. Conversation. I'm gonna forget all. I'm gonna go. Don't you ever wish you were tan? In, unless I'm confident in something like mayonnaise and ranch, you no, can't convince. You can't convince me. Yeah. You. I mean, wild. I I don't know what that says about me, but we don't we don't have to get into that. Alright, well, let's give some advice to a friend. Yes. Let's do it. Real advice. We're not going to gaslight them. No. We're not doing all that. We're going to gaslight for fun, not for for serious. Yeah, no. I really do want to one day just gaslight the shit out of you. And (laughs) And I'd be like, yeah. And see what I can convince you. And I'm going to go say to people and be like, no, really, it's a fact. And I'm I'm going to tell people that, like, I believe in this thing. And they're going to be like, that's not it, Nina. And I'm going to be like, I just couldn't. So what do you know? Don't you ever wish you were blonde, though? I am blonde. But, like, more blonde. But, like, like more blonde. blonde. Like, actually blonde. Because you know how fragile somebody with dirty blonde hair is. Oh, yeah. They're blonde to the core. Okay. Asking for a friend. Our friend today is a Taurus sun, Taurus moon, Cancer rising. Ooh. She, her pronouns. And she says... My husband and I may start either IUI or IVF soon. I feel it's important to have a few supports know what's going on. A few people for support knowing what's going on so we can receive support during this journey. My husband feels this should be completely private. My question is, is it wrong to try to convince my husband that having support is important for us? Or just go along with not telling anyone and not have that extra support? He's wrong. (laughs) First of all, he's wrong. Uh, back to... We're going to put our uh, men are wrong caps back on. Yeah. Uh, wrong. I... He is just genuinely wrong. Like, you're going to yeah. need support. He's going to want support. I'm sure he's got a He'll bro that he's going to tell. realize as the process goes on how important that is. I don't think he really fully understands what is going on again with Taurus placements and cancer placements you are especially going to you're going to crave that support yeah so i think that no you're not wrong to 
just make sure that he's okay with it because you're being respectful. You want to make sure he's okay with you getting the support you need. But yeah, he needs some convincing because he's wrong. Yeah, and I feel like men tend to simplify things a lot of the time or they're not really fully explaining what they're thinking. So to him, he might be saying, no, we shouldn't tell anybody and keep it private. But he's might not be saying we can't tell anybody that we're not trying right maybe he doesn't want to be specific about the ways that you're trying or why Mm -hmm. but he wants to be more private about that and like the details but he still wants to have support in the fact that you guys are trying that could be it too like i'm devil's advocating the hell out of that but um at the same time like you're you're gonna need that support and he's gonna need that support because 100%. there's going to be times where you might need that support that he can't really fully give you in that way, too. Yeah. Like, that's just how relationships work in general and hard situations work in general. Like, it's going to be a, a a road that's not as easy for him, too. A hundred percent. I think, you know, definitely communicate. And I think if he understands what you, why the support is going to be needed and what that really looks like. It's not like you need all these people to weigh in on your, on your decision making. Right. But just to have somebody with you going along for the ride to just support what you're going through, that doesn't mean they're giving their opinions or they're making decisions for you. It just means that you're letting trust loved ones in to help you on your journey. Right. Keep it a short list. It doesn't have to be everybody, you know, Um, but also I think that it's a good thing to have outside support sometimes when you're going through big things like this, because then the whole load is not on just you two Mm -hmm. as a team. You have a little bit bigger of a team and sometimes when the stress is on just the two of you and the whole load is on you, you don't need that stress in a situation that you're going through right now that added stress 100%. so i think that it lightens the load a little bit without taking away the special parts that are just for you too exactly yeah i think this is i guess this time you can navigate through the man (laughs) you can navigate around him a little but yeah no i think he's wrong and you should just communicate with him yeah well, I think, you know, we are going into tourist season, so this goes really well into the tourist placements and everything going on. We're, going to, we're in tourist season now, mm-hmm. and tourist is about, it's an earth sign, it's a fixed sign, um, it's known for being stubborn and wanting to get what, what they want when they want it, mm-hmm. you know, um, but they are very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's ruled by Venus. But, you know, you, it's a sign that likes to be comfortable. Yeah. That's where I, that's where I was, like, looking. It's, it's a sign that, um, needs, I feel like needs that family kind of support. Right, that, that support system that, um, I feel like they tend to, like, tourist placements tend to like you said comfort they like re like they like reassurance but from a very specific place yeah from the people that they trust yeah yeah they they validate 100%. they like that validation 
Yeah, definitely. And we're about to go into a new eclipse season this year. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be the Taurus and Scorpio axis, which means um, if you have Taurus and Scorpio placements, these eclipses are going to affect you, possibly the person who doesn't. Um, It's not necessarily like this crazy world-ending thing. Do not get freaked out. Do not start like thinking the sky is going to fall. But basically, wherever those um, signs fall in your house, you can expect the world and fate and there's going to be things that come up in those areas in your life so for instance if um you have a scorpio placement in your fourth house maybe there's gonna be changes that happen with your family with your home things of that nature um, it's, again, not necessarily a bad thing. The world works itself out. What's meant to come to you comes to you. What's meant to leave you leaves you. That is the way life works. Knowing about it sometimes is scarier than not knowing about it. But th- that's my big disclaimer. When Whenever I'm talking about things like an eclipse season or a bad transit or um, something that might seem scary, everything that's meant for you in this life will come and go as it's supposed to it's nice to have to kind of guide yourself and kind of prepare yourself when changes might be coming in a certain aspect of your life and change isn't necessarily bad um but it's change so if you have a lot of scorpio tour placements take a look at where they are in your chart um to kind of see maybe what over the next year might be a little bit more challenging or have more um unexpected turns happening yeah we love a a a tiny bit of a transformation yeah a hundred percent nothing ever happens in your comfort zone growth doesn't happen there we talk about that all the time in all different ways shapes and forms if you're in your comfort zone you're not growing no not at all um you need you're marinating yeah if any exactly um you're marinating in what's already been yeah and that you know that's not where you're meant to be for no um so yeah i think take a look at where your placements are uh mine are in my first house of self and my seventh house of relationships marriage shared contracts and stuff like that. So that should be interesting. Maybe I will have a mental breakdown and cut off my hair. Who knows? Probably <laughs> not. I hope not. Don't do that. But yeah. And yours is going to be in your eighth house and your second house. I have Taurus in my fourth house. Wow. And. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking of your moon. I always think of your moon. Your moon yeah. is in eighth house. And Scorpio in my tenth house. Gotcha. So, you know. You know, just some career. Just some career and home. And home. It's but that could be good things, though. Like, that could right. be you eventually getting your own place. Yeah. And having the challenges that comes with that. Mm-hmm. That could be a step up in work or or something of that nature. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me with the themes that are going on in your life. Absolutely. And they're not negative things. No. But... Let's but they're not say, easy. No, in hypothetical, go like getting your own place. That's hard. 
Yeah, that's not it's easy. It's going to yeah. cause stress. I, you'll love it when you're in it. But, but from experience, this shit's stressful. Yeah. So, uh, that's kind of where the world is in my brain in astrology. We have that coming up. I think the first one is in May. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, not necessarily bad things, but maybe some challenges, maybe some opposition, maybe some changes, but... Just mixing it up a bit, spicing it up. Stirring the pot, you know. <laughs> As we do. But yeah. yeah. I think that's all we have for today. That's all we got. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. I've been a little stuff. bit more active on the Twitter. I'm trying. You're doing good. You're doing really <laughs> thank good. you, thank you. Um, and make sure if you need advice, want advice, want it, make up a story. I don't really care. And we'll believe it. We'll believe it. <laughs> and um. Go to our bio on Instagram to insert for asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you know, I think we're just going to, like, cry today and... Get shit done tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.